This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, Freedom Friday. George Blackard in the house. Uh, George, you were listening in when I played that Good Morning Vietnam clip. You know, Roosevelt, how hot is it out there? It's hot. Did you hear what I told you? <laughs> you know, how cold is it out there? It's cold. It, what else do you want us to say? 30 below in Cutbank this morning, and that's not even the feels-like temperature. Yeah, but the good news is the sun is coming up. It's You walk outside. It may be 20 below here in Billings, but the sun's coming up. See, so. now, if John Jackson was here, he'd do some, the sun will come out tomorrow. He'd start, <laughs> he'd start singing for everybody again or something. I've, I've yeah. heard that. I, I think we should check him out a little bit. <laughs> uh, Bruce and Ennis, I was asking uh apparently he has this this lunch cart five buck lunch that he'll he'll do there in ennis and and so i said hey bruce you still running the lunch cart later today Uh, he goes i think it's only 13 below in ennis and he said nope no lunch cart till april then it will be weather appropriate he says i'm tough but not that tough and then bruce also says this he says it's so cold outside I saw the gangbanger wannabe pulled up his pants even. That's how cold it is. You know? <laughs> that, that's good. When, the, that's when good. the wannabe gangster is like walking around like Steve Urkel with his pants up to pants his up. Uh, chest, it's uh, it's pretty cold outside. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's that's funny. I like it. So, uh, hey, just uh, oh, just yeah, go before ahead. we get going here, I'll do have, – have, you know, I listen when I can, but I work, so – have we heard from Elena in Phillipsburg lately? Uh, last week, I okay. think last week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've just yeah. I was worried about her. I may have to send her an email. Oh just yeah, shoot sure her an email. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Shoot her an email. Well, I don't, she called in one time. Oh, I think when we had well, we had David Noble on, and uh, it was like you know the last few minutes of the show, so we were short on time, and so it, you know you know how it goes. It's oh, like, I do. You get folks to call into the show, and man, we could we could talk with folks like Elena for an hour or two, right? Yeah. yeah. But then you'd never get to other callers, and then you got breaks. You got to get to the news, and so that's one of the hard parts about this show. Is it's like, hey, I'd love to keep chatting with you, but I got like three or four other people in line yeah. right behind you. you well, know? you know, we're gonna. I think we're gonna do kind of like uh, uh, I've heard you do other mornings. Um, is we got a lot to talk about, so I want to cover several things, kind of. Do a, a, a little speed lightning round, round. lightning a, round. Yeah. yeah, isn't that what David Noble says? A uh, lightning round. Yeah, a few one day I heard say, him yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah, I like a lightning round. Yeah. A lot, a lot of stuff to cover. You know, some school board stuff, some veterans stuff, some DAV stuff. Uh, oh, a quorum issue at the Heights Water District, and you know we're always talking about parliamentary procedure and things like that, and so there's a little thing there. But yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, uh, well, we'll get to your lightning round here right after the first break, uh, right after our news and weather break here. Uh, but you, I told you my idea. You know, you've got this Florida Democrat that had a bill to ban dogs from sticking their heads out the window, and you know, if I was a scam artist like some of these folks. I would I would come up with an idea. I would build a a dog seatbelt or a dog car seat, and then I would sell these things. And then I would go to state capitals all over the country and encourage these states to pass laws demanding that pets wear seatbelts in cars. Boy, you'd make so much money off of that uh, scam, wouldn't you? If you had a U.S. senator for a brother in D.C., <laughs> man, you'd, <laughs> yeah. you'd both be rich. My last name's Bullock uh, <laughs> or Tester. Yeah, oh, man, they, they sure know how to pull a scam, don't they? All right, uh, quick break, and then George Blackard's lightning round right after this. Here is your Montana news. Yesterday, I reported on a missing 11-year-old girl in Helena. 
I'm happy to update from Q2 that she had been located Thursday morning and is safe. Billings Police has announced a new program for residents and businesses to share video footage. Project Eyes on the Block is a volunteer endeavor where officers may ask individuals and businesses to view security footage for evidence of a crime. Interested parties must sign up for the project, which does not grant police remote access to the surveillance system, nor mandates video sharing. According to Q2, all an officer can do is contact a participant to review the security video, and if evidence is found in the investigation of a crime, the officer will request a copy of the video file. Signups can be done on 1550. Select quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Well, we got a message here from uh, Tim and Savage. Good morning. Freedom Friday. Uh, All right. George Blackard, hit us with the lightning round of topics you want to cover. Uh, you know, so one thing I talked about uh, the school board in Alaska, this was last week, about how they wanted to shut down a father because he was reading from a book that's available in the school's library. Well, that happened again in another part of the country in Georgia. A mother got up, started reading from the book, and the school board cut her off because you cannot use that language in this meeting. Well, they went so far as to finally ban her from the uh, school board meetings. Well, they won in court and uh, the uh, parents won. She gets to go back to the school board meetings uh, and the judge told them that you cannot be tossing people out of school board meetings just because of language that you don't like. So that happened. Kind it happened point. in Alaska. Yeah, it really kind of is a free speech issue to a certain so, extent, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and he basically said, if you're going to have that in your library, it's okay to have it in your meeting. Yeah. So, yeah. So then there's another one. In a library for kids, by the way. Yeah, yes, an elementary school library. So here's one that goes to the opposite extreme. Okay. So this is where we have to, you know, what do we really want? So down in Katy, Texas, there was a school board. This happened last month. There was an author that had a new picture book out, a picture book. Okay. There's no words in this book. Now she's known to be an author of adult books and it's adult topic type of books. Right. Um, and so she had this new picture book out and the school board there in Katy, like the day of or the day before, seems like it was hours before, uh, she was supposed to appear at one of the schools and, and uh, share her book with the students. Well, they banned her from appearing because she used foul language on her own personal social media account. Really? Yeah. And wow. so here you have something that, well... We have these books that talk about uh, gender transition and, and all these things that I can't say on the radio. And then you have one that is a picture book with nothing bad in it. But because on Facebook she uses the F word or something like that, we don't want her. So, I mean, we can't go to both extremes. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just kind of a overreach. I yeah. Think. Yeah. No, that's that's true. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, well, in all of this stuff, I don't, I don't know if you heard it in the six o'clock hour. I was uh, talking about this story at thefederalist.com where the Pentagon is, is ordering chaplains to bless men entering women's showers in the military, in bedrooms. And uh, anyway, we got a message from Lucas in Broadview. This is great. Uh, just, uh, just saw this message. Sorry, we're a little late on it uh, here, Lucas. But uh, he says, I spent some time in the women's shower at Fort Campbell back in 1996. Was it, it painting it? It involved a bucket of soap <laughs> and a toothbrush, and it was called 14 Days of Extra Duty. Oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah. Hey, I, I was there one time. He was cleaning time. the women's bathroom because he got in trouble there. Yeah. I, I was there one time, Aaron. I, I shouldn't say it, but uh, <laughs> I, I got in trouble, and I had uh, two weeks extra duty on the mess decks. I was in the scullery, scrubbing you know, dishes. If you didn't get in trouble at least once in the military, you weren't trying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. You weren't having any fun. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. So that was a that was a good story. Um, you know, another one. Just a quick uh, uh, update. So our friend Joe, our retired Marine friend, sent me a story about uh, the new SGLI. So if people are in the military or have been, they'll know what that is. So it's the life insurance that's available to all service members. They're upping that by $100,000. So it's now $500,000. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's the least we can do for them. Uh, and if people wonder what that is, they do pay for it. They pay $6 per thousand or $6 per per hundred thousand excuse me so it'll be like 31 bucks a month so they they still pay into it like like they would for other life insurance but yeah uh, yeah but that's now gone from four hundred thousand up to five hundred thousand dollars for the service members group life insurance is what the acronym uh, stands for because oftentimes there's these acronyms and we're like well i know what it's for but i don't know what the acronym actually because no i've never asked nobody ever told me (laughs) that's right you know they just say here you got this get this exactly so i think you know that's the least we can do for our service members um uh, you know, there's nothing that will replace someone that lost their lives uh, while serving in the country and, and their family and everybody that that affects. Well, uh, and, and especially because a lot of these service members, their spouse may have had a, a job, maybe even had a really good job. But because of so much, because of the, the, the spouse that's serving in the military is gone so much for training exercises or deployments or this or that. Uh, that you know they they just find that hey one spouse can't work because right. it's just too chaotic and so so yeah I mean and and that's the case for a lot of families anyway but especially for military families so that's why if they lose that that spouse they, there really needs to be that that extra support there absolutely and and you know uh, yeah I, I just I, I'm getting a little choked up because I I've seen several stories here recently about service members that have died. And you know, we talk about how training for war can be just as dangerous as being at war. Yeah. Uh, and we lost a uh, Navy SEAL uh, this week in a skydiving accident. You know, I don't know if it was a halo jump. It didn't really say. Yeah. But uh, I think it was in Arizona. Mm. And uh, Oh, yeah, that's where they've got a big, uh, the military free fall school is down there. So yeah, They're doing those yes. halo training, yeah. So we lost a SEAL. What, man. Yeah, and... Uh, and then our highway patrol trooper, Lewis Johnson, out of Eureka, Montana, you know, again, the state is covering his medical expenses right now, but there's a whole bunch of other things that, that end up coming up, family that need to travel, extra expenses. So that's why those double at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online.
Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. First, the spy balloon. First, the China spy balloon. Now, Alec Baldwin's movie is going to be filming. They're resuming filming on the movie Rust in the Paradise Valley of Montana. Uh, all right, spy balloon to Alec Baldwin. We've been talking about our southern border and how we're going to secure that border. we got to start talking about how we're going to secure our Montana border. Founded in whole or in part under a contract with the Montana Department of Health and Human Services. The statements herein do not necessarily reflect the opinion of the department. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. One day after bipartisan legislation was introduced in the U.S. Senate to suspend Brazilian beef imports to the United States, an atypical case of bovine spongiform encephalopathy was confirmed in Brazil. U.S. Senators Mike Rounds, a South Dakota Republican, and John Tester, a Montana Democrat, reintroduced their bipartisan legislation to suspend Brazilian beef imports to the U.S. until experts can conduct a systematic review of the commodity's impact on food safety and animal health. That legislation was introduced on Wednesday. Then on Thursday morning, the atypical BSE case was confirmed confirmed in Brazil. As a result, Brazil voluntarily shut down its beef exports to the nation of China. It was quite a coincidence that the rounds and tester legislation to place a moratorium on Brazilian beef was announced the day before the BSE confirmation. The Brazilian beef ban bill is supported by the U.S. Cattlemen's Association, National Cattlemen's Beef Association, and RCAP USA. American agricultural exports in fiscal year 23 are projected at $184.5 billion, down $5.5 billion from the November forecast, with the largest drops being seen for corn, sorghum, and soybeans. Livestock, poultry, and dairy exports are forecast to decrease by $900 million. I'm Lane Northmond. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, jumping right back into it here. Freedom Friday with our friend George Blackard. George, I, I know you had kind of a whole list of topics you wanted to cover this morning. Yeah. What, what were some of the other well, things you wanted to cover? There's nothing uh, more anti-freedom than facial recognition uh, software and programs. and Being abused, of course. Exactly. Yeah, to spy on us, mass surveillance. Yeah. And if you go to the Montana Talks app, you can see a story that Aaron put out about uh, Ken Bogner in uh, the... Uh, here in Montana that is going to pass a state law or wants to pass a state law that limits the use of facial recognition in schools. And now I didn't realize that in Montana we had schools that are already using that. So, hmm. you know, that's a slippery slope and, and we don't want to go down that path. It might look cool in the movies, but it, you talk about losing some of your freedoms. Uh, that's one right there. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can see where it could be beneficial from a school safety standpoint, whereas, okay, you've got a kid who's a threat, uh, which which happens from time to time. You've got a community member who is a, is, is a known threat, and all of a sudden, boom, they, they pop hot on a facial recognition camera, right? right. Yeah, that would be interesting. But, but then they would already be in the school. So I don't see what this gains anybody. Yeah, and what are you going to do to stop them if you don't have, you know, guns, people there you know, with, with guns to be able to defend officers. themselves, etc. Yeah, yeah. So that's one to uh, keep your eye on, folks, because it's uh, that affects everybody, not just those that have kids in school. So that is, uh, let's see, Senate Bill three nine seven. Senate Bill three nine seven aims to prohibit state and local governments from using facial recognition technologies for continuous surveillance. So his is actually 
state agencies and local agencies, uh, which would include the schools, obviously. Yeah, uh, and uh, Senator Bogner and then uh, State Senator Daniel Zolnikoff, our, our friends, uh, uh, Daniel Zolnikoff as well, they've been, you know, really, uh, they've been two of the, the lawmakers who've been really aggressively working on uh, data privacy, data security yes. uh, uh, legislation. In fact, here's what uh, Senator Ken Bogner, who, oh, oh, by the way, is a is a Marine Corps veteran as well. Here's what he had to say about this legislation. Facial recognition technology is becoming more widespread and it poses serious risks to Montana's privacy and due process rights. Montanans don't want mass surveillance. Senate Bill 397 prohibits the use that could most likely lead to that surveillance and lead to an invasion of our privacy. That is continuous surveillance. I want to make that really clear. This bill bans the state government from using continuous surveillance. All right. And a full report, like George mentioned, on our Montana Talks website, uh, that audio and the report, thanks to our friends at KGVO News out of Missoula. Absolutely. Now, you know our friend Joe, the retired Marine. Yeah. So he sends me an email and it, it, talking about the SGLI. Well, let me give the backstory on this first. So okay. during the break, you and I were talking about this. And I said, I said, yeah, you know, because you were saying, hey, I like this bill by Senator Ken Bogner. I said, well, you know, he was a Marine, right? And I was I mean, he is a Marine. I said, I don't want to get a nasty gram from your buddy Ryan or one of our Marine friends out there. It's, there's no such thing as was a Marine. That's right. So Joe's email signature said, Marines are active duty, reserve, retired, not in a duty status, dead. So there you go. There's no was a Marine. So. I always like it. Uh, some people, when I you know, let my hair grow out a little bit more on the top, they uh, they always assume I was in the Air Force. They're surprised to find out that I was in the Army. They're like, oh, I assume by the hair that you're in the Air Force. <laughs> now, if you got uh, really crazy hair, then it's like, oh, were you a Navy SEAL? You got some really wild hair there going on. There you go. Right you got a, quite a beard there. So, oh, and so I do. That's a shave profile. The guy didn't want to shave, so he did know, not told the shave. doctor he had some bumps. Oh, know. yeah. So I do want to mention, because I, I feel this. <laughs> <laughs> deeply the our navy seal that we lost he was a decorated yeah. navy seal he'd earned a silver star and that's a an award for valor and uh his name was chief special warfare operator michael ernst michael ernst so uh keep uh keep his family in your prayers the rest of his team in your prayers and but i i just yeah. feel you got to say their name that point no exactly i'm glad you did that yeah because uh, we we had talked about that story before the break but i'm glad you came back to it uh not only just mentioning that we lost a navy seal but saying uh, his name and sharing his name and that point that you made about you know e- even when we're not in a wartime scenario uh, although some might say we still are, of course, in, right. in a few different ways. But but even if we weren't, just the, the sacrifice and the danger that comes with just the training itself. Major General Paul Vallely, retired general out of, out, of the big, out of Big Fork, out of the Flathead Valley. Great guy. Yeah, great guy, two-star general. He was uh, you know a senior leader in PACOM, U.S. Pacific Command. Now it's Indo-PACOM, Indo-Pacific uh, Command. But, but anyway, he was a, a key leader there. He had, I think, over 15 years in special operations. But he, all, a lot of people don't know this. He also lost his son. His son was training to be a Green Beret and died in training. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't don't know that. And that no. sacrifice. That's right. Uh, just just from the everyday uh, training. Yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, there was a uh, mortar team of Marines that died. There was an explosion in the tube, and you know that. Well, you're launching explosives, so that's inherently dangerous. Yeah. Um, that the other day there was a helicopter that crashed. Yeah, uh, Alabama. You see that a yeah. Lot. Yeah. 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 Blackhawk that went down. You know, our uh, hey, a big salute to all of our servicemen and women.
women out there and their families who serve right alongside them. That's right. That's right. Uh, in our legislative update yesterday, Speaker of the House Matt Regeer had a good point, too, about military spouses and making sure that their licenses transfer over when they move into Montana, too. So I thought that was a great uh, bill that he focused on yesterday. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden and other G7 world leaders have been on a video call with Ukraine's President Zelensky on this one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The group is announcing a fresh round of sanctions to include companies and countries that are trying to backfill products that Russia is having a tough time getting because of the sanctions. They also target Russian banks, including the companies and people involved in them. Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the White House. There's a blizzard warning today for the Southern California mountains. It's part of a large, slow-moving winter weather weather system that'll move from the west coast to the four corners region of the southwest by Saturday and Sunday. Snowfall totals could reach five feet for elevations as low as 5,000 feet. Winds over 30 miles per hour combined with snow will make visibility low and cause for dangerous road conditions. That's Fox meteorologist Adam Klotz on Wall Street. Stocks are starting the day lower. America's listening to Fox News. Oh, now we started talking campers and fifth wheels. The RV shows this oh, weekend. Oh, man. Yeah, I haven't haven't been there yet. I've been, I had a busy day yesterday and the day before. And, uh, yeah, Brett's RV's got their big uh, RV and boat show. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Brown uh, should be dropping by here in, in a couple of minutes or so. So we'll talk with him. So we'll talk. We'll, we'll have some more fun talking RVs nice. and boats and nice. spring fever and summer fever. Uh, that's right around the corner. I we may go down us. and sit in a boat and just pretend oh, I'm fishing. It, it's so fun. You know, I, when I'd be getting the boat, ready uh, uh sometimes uh last summer sometimes you know i'd go take the top off and you know preload things or whatever out in front of the house and uh i just turn the radio on listen to music sit up there you know and, and take in some sun doesn't that sound good do right you, now do you think they'd look cross at me if i took my fishing pole down there and just sat in one of their boats just you know do one of those you know how everybody takes their vacation photo with their toes and their there and their go. legs take just a- get your hairy white pasty thighs and your toes sticking up <laughs> Right off the hey, diving board of the First of all, uh, how do you know of, my thighs are hairy or pasty? Oh, it's an easy assumption. It's there a- you go. It is Montana <laughs> in February, so yeah, you're right. You're you got right. those Bill Clinton running to McDonald's pasty white thighs. We know how it goes, George. I'm, I'm right there with you, actually. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so on a serious note, so I got a message from uh, Chase Natali, and Chase is the department or state adjutant for the montana dav the disabled american veterans and you know we had chapter 10 of the dav here in billings and what a great group of people i mean they did a lot of stuff i was gonna say lieutenant colonel ed saunders did a bunch of great work with the dav yeah has done over the years a bunch of people yeah and so i didn't know it but they folded that chapter here because Mm. their membership got low and what happens aaron is you get people that end up staying in the uh, officers' chairs because nobody else will step up and take over. So the over. same people bear that sacrifice year after and year it, after And it year. wears on you. It really does. You know, I've been there. Um, so they're going to restart this chapter, and so they need some people to sign up. Now, here's the thing in speaking to our younger veterans who are eligible for the DAV. Uh, if you're service-connected, and you can look it up, but if you're service-connected, I believe you can join the DAV. And they need some younger people to step up. And this is a great organization. So if you want to belong to something, you want to have uh, some camaraderie with like-minded people that have shared some of the same experiences, then the DAV is a great organization. So, you know, I would encourage people, if you're service-connected, to join that organization because they do a lot of great things. And you know the DAV... Uh, 
are a lot of them are the ones who drive our veterans yeah. to and from the VA. They're, they're the volunteer drivers that that uh, t- drive. Like if you had a veteran in Mile City right now who needed to go to Billings, or a veteran in Bozeman that needed to go to Fort Harrison and Helena, uh, these are the men and women that would be your volunteer drivers. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, huge need for volunteers, huge need for drivers, and so much more. Now, of course, I've got a thing or two to say about that. I'm first off, thanks to your buddy who is doing this and seeking out more volunteers. Uh, but look, I, you know, frankly, we all know the reason why they're especially short on volunteers right now. Uh, anyway, I'll explain more right after this. Well, you had to know that liberal Senator John Tester was going to run for re-election. I mean, it's that time of year. Now he's pretending to be moderate. He's pretending to be more conservative. Well, we know that it's time for liberal Senator John Tester to go. He has been lockstep every step of the way with Joe Biden and this train wreck on all fronts that's taken place uh, here in America under their watch. Full story, more reactions. Go to MontanaTalks.com or download the app. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, well, we're going to have some more fun here in, in just a minute or so. We've got Aaron Brown from Brett's RV and Marine on the phone lines. He's been down at the big RV and boat show. In fact, I want to head, the moment the show is over today, that's where I want to head straight to. I want to see all the latest toys. Uh, it's just so fun walking through there, but we'll talk about that here in just a second. Uh, first, George, Going back to this whole, I'm, I'm glad, you know, your friend reached out who is helping out with the uh, Disabled American Veterans. Yeah, Chase veterans. Natale with the DAV. Yeah, and so they need volunteers. I would encourage people to volunteer. They we, need members. They need members. Yeah. The reason we and the reason we know why they're struggling, especially right now with volunteers, is the VA is forcing these volunteer drivers to wear masks and forcing them to get the uh, to get the vaccine and and so and so a lot of people who were willing to I, i've heard this from like for uh, we've got a, a marine or, or i'm sorry a uh, a vietnam veteran in polson who <clears throat> he uh you know he's like hey i already got this shot you know he's like i'm in my 70s so i figure i'll volunteer you know he's a successful business guy he doesn't even use the va for health care he's like i've got my own health insurance he said but i'll volunteer i'll help out took him six months to get a phone call back from the va and then they said hey well you, you got to do a hearing test uh we're gonna have you go to billings to do the hearing test and he's like i'm in polson that's like a seven hour drive i can't yeah. even go to missoula to do the hearing test oh wait one they call him back two weeks later and so so but but he said he said they lost several volunteers because they didn't want to be forced to get the jab and so yeah it's just but but that being said yes if if you you know are able to put up with with that stuff and if you can volunteer they they really do need the volunteers absolutely and the other thing is if you're eligible to join the DAV, even if you just pay your dues, become a dues-paying member, you support all of that. And, that's a good point. And that's yeah. a cheap way. I don't know what their dues are, 40 a year maybe. I mean, that's a cheap way of supporting all that. And so as a side or as a note uh, to expound upon that, 
they meet every third Wednesday at the VFW in the Heights on Anchor Street. Every third Wednesday at 1900. And uh, so go up yeah. there and check it out. And for our friends in the Bozeman area, if you've got a local DAV chapter that has meetings as well, uh, send us a message on our Montana Talks app and we'll share your info as well. All right. Well, let's uh, let's pivot here. Let's uh, let's have some fun. Uh, Aaron Brown, Brett's RV and Marine with us on the phone lines. Uh, Aaron, hey, thanks for calling in this morning. Uh, great to chat with you. I'm excited to come over and say hello later this morning. Yeah, we're we're excited to have you come out and check out the uh, the show, Montana's largest uh, RV and boat show, all indoors, of course, which is nice for this weekend. That's right. Well, and the weather's going to get. Yeah, the, tell us how long the show goes uh, through, so that for folks, especially who are outside of Billings, that want to travel down for it, especially as the weather gets much better in the next twenty four hours. <clears throat> yeah, well, today and tomorrow we're there from. You know, open from 10 to 8 at the at the uh, Expo Center there at Metro Park. And on Sunday, we're open 8 to 6. That's great. Well, uh, our friend George Blackard is here with us for Freedom Friday as well. George had a really good question. He said, I just want to go sit on one of the pontoon boats. Can I bring my fishing pole and just sit there and pretend to be fishing right now? Is, is, that, <laughs> is that an option? <clears throat> you know, you can come down. You can pretend to fish. You can bring a... A cooler of your favorite beverage and uh, hang out with us all day if you want. <laughs> I love it. That's a great idea. That's a, and that might even does that get that might even get you a nice little discount if you if you have an extra beverage or two in the cooler for the uh, for the crew, right? <laughs> you know, anything can happen. It's uh, it's been known to get you an extra discount. Yes, <laughs> that's, although that's... it's going to be hard. You know, we've got the best pricing of the year. That's why everyone waits all year to come to this show to to, to pick up their next toy. It, yeah, th- this really is. This is the time to buy. Uh, in fact, it was it was at your RV and boat show back in the in February of 2020 when I bought my camper, and boy did I uh, end up having the perfect timing on that one because then when everything started shutting down, I had my my quarantine uh, camper to go anywhere I wanted to, uh, hanging out by the Yellowstone River. Even if the campgrounds were shut down, I was still loving life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think if the last couple of years, um, you know, taught us anything. It's that people really, they, you know, no matter what's happening in the world and what's what's happening with government shutdowns and, you know, wars in, in the other parts of the world, people still want to get out and go camping and make memories with their families. And that's what we're there to help people do. Yeah, not only do they want to, but I would argue they need to. You have to get outdoors. I mean, in some fashion, get outdoors. It's good for your mental health. It's good for families. Good all around. Uh, Georgia, yesterday Aaron was telling me about one of the uh, pontoon boats they got. It's got a diving board on the back of this nice. pontoon boat. So They've got everything these days. Oh, man. I, I want a double-decker one eventually where you can have the slide off of the, the second uh, the Holy second row balcony. They got those up at Fort Peck. You'll see them. Uh, yeah, the double-deckers. They almost look like houseboats. Boats. Uh, sometimes you'll see him. Aaron, tell tell our friend George about this uh, this Barletta. I think it was you were telling me about. Yeah, Barletta is really the premier pontoon boat in the market uh, these days. It's a newer company, but it's the highest quality, and we've got a whole range of price points on um, on those pontoon boats. I own one myself. They're amazing. It's a blast to get the kids out and go boating, um, but not just boats. We have motorhomes down there. We have campers as low as fourteen nine nine five. 
Uh, it's just an unbelievable show with an unbelievable variety of products. There's factory reps in from all over the country to help people learn about these products. So we just want to invite everyone down, and it's important to let them know that with every sale we make this weekend, we're donating $100 to Care Camps, which is a great nonprofit that, um, you know, it sends kids with cancer to camps all across the country. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Great organization. I know our friends, you know, that the, the uh, global headquarters for KOA is, is here in Montana as well. And I know a lot of their member-owned uh, campgrounds are big supporters of the care camps as well. Uh, George, the other thing I like about going down to the RV and boat show is, you know, even if you don't think you're going to buy a boat or a camper, or if you've already got one and, and you just want to, you know, add a little thing here, add a little thing there, man, like the generators uh, that are key, the solar panels, yeah, the accessories. I got this griddle grill for the outside of mine, and I, I can throw a whole tray full of steaks on there now, or I could do a whole thing of eggs and sausage all in one shot with this griddle grill. So it's kind of fun to just see some of the latest uh, innovations that are out as well. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of Hank Hill, but the it's pontoons and pontoon accessories. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Dang, dang it, Bobby. <laughs> oh, that's great. Dang it, Bobby. That's uh, a good one right there. I'm gonna be, there's there's probably a few people standing around saying, dang it, Bobby, I really want that one right now. Uh, how's the first couple of days of the show been, Aaron Brown? Well, it's been unbelievable. Uh, you know, despite the sub-zero temperatures, um, we've already helped about 30 families go, you know, get get their new toy to go camping and boating. Um, and we've been able to donate a good chunk to care camps. And a lot of customers have been matching that donation with us. Um, our goal is to raise 30000 in the next couple of days. And, yeah, despite the weather, man, people have been coming out. I think they're excited to go camping and boating. And, they, you know, it really is the place to, to see the new products, the place to buy so we're hoping we're hoping to have a, a just a fun weekend, and we're excited to have everyone out. Yeah, and so with these boats, folks, you can catch lots of walleye out of these things, right? I mean, <laughs> well, just, if you got Tim and Billings with you to show you how to catch them, you'll catch lots of walleye. That's right. So get which out reminds there. me, Tim, we got to make that happen this summer. I gotta I gotta have you, get you out there. Uh, yeah. Well, Aaron Brown, great to see you uh, on a on a business news front as well. You guys really uh, expanded uh, your capacity. There and I know the last time I ran into you uh, at your facility there in Lockwood, you guys really uh, expanded your capacity uh, and your footprint there as well, given this uh, increased demand. Yeah, well, we, you know, we're adding 19 more service bays to our large facility out in Lockwood, and it's much needed. You know, in the RV industry, um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of dealers out there, but you know. Brett's RV is really focused on service after the sale, and that's what we're trying to do, and, and that's where we're investing um, for our folks, for our customers, is we're investing in their service experience. We built a new RV technician school up in Missoula, Montana, and we are really excited about the things to come with on the service front of things. All right, Aaron Brown, great to catch up with you. We'll see you later this morning. Thanks for calling in. <clears throat> Thanks, Aaron. All right. Uh, let's see. We got about uh, well thirty seconds before our next break. And George, if you can stick around, we can talk more with you after the break. But I'll if you stick got, a little. While. I know you got a job to get to here. I'll just keep goofing off on the radio in the meantime. Yeah. So. Well, my boss likes that I do this show, so he's like, "Yeah, that's okay." There and you go. Yeah. I've got like two extra hours already in this week, so I'm covered. There you go, man. Wait. 
So do you get to leave early then if you've got two extra hours already? Or show like, up late, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think I've got about 14 extra hours already this week. I'm out of here. George, here you go. Take the microphone. Got you covered. Now we're having too much fun. Uh, even, even if I have overtime already in the can, we're going to stick around because we have such a great time taking your phone calls and more back right after this. Fox News commentary. AI chatbots are shocking and scaring users, but not with their smarts, with their threats. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. Artificial intelligence chatbots brought to us by Microsoft's Bing are taking their jobs to a new and terrifying level. Turns out these bots are quite the emboldened little stinkers. So far, they have threatened to steal nuclear codes, unleash a virus, told a reporter to leave his wife, and are now standing up to threats of being shut down. One example posted to social media details the response when a user asked if chatbots are smarter than humans, and the bot responded with a lengthy, rude, and resounding ES. This is all just a little creepy for my taste. You know, technology is great until it not only replaces human workers, but threatens and insults us in the process? Call me old-fashioned, but I'd rather be given poor customer service from a living, breathing jerk rather than a computer. And folks, I don't know if AI chatbots are smarter than all humans, but I'd be willing... Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, a few minutes left here uh, before we wrap up the 7 o'clock hour of the show. What's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour? Uh, we've pretty much got the phone lines open between now and 10 o'clock when Dan Bongino takes over the airwaves. Uh, one uh, scheduled guest, Jesse Ramos, former Missoula City Council member, he's going to call in around 820. We, we snuck in a quick reaction from him yesterday uh, to, You know, in, in Missoula. George, I don't know if you, if you heard uh, Jesse Ramos's quick phone call yesterday. We also might get a phone call from State Senator Brad Molnar because we only had about a minute or so uh, to chat with him. So he might call back at 810 this morning. But uh, other than that, who knows? who is going to call in. But, uh, yeah, George, I don't know if you saw this on our Montana Talks website uh, as well. So uh, the mayor of Missoula says he could really use the state legislature's help to lower property taxes. Oh, my God. I saw that. I just I saw that. should tell him how government works. I mean, it's it's like you got yourself into this position. You guys have have supported tax hike after tax hike after tax hike. So you, Mr. Mayor, could help yourself right now. Yeah. And the point that the point that uh, Jesse Ramos made yesterday, he says these people are like like a, a gambling addict that they think if they just keep shoving more money into the machine that eventually they're going to hit the jackpot. And now they're out of money and they want us to give them some more money and that that'll somehow stop their gambling addict. That if they can finally get more money and finally hit the jackpot, then all will be fine. That That's how he described the city of Missoula. I thought it was spot on. Yeah, exactly. I saw that. That was a great bit uh, story that you have there. You know, the thing about it is, so they've taxed their residents so much 
they can't tax them anymore. I mean, they could, but they're not going to. Now they're reaching out to all the taxpayers across the whole state of Montana for help. So, I mean, he should be ashamed to even float that idea. That's ridiculous. Now, he is the newer mayor, so, uh, you know, he's new on the job. Seems like a younger guy. So we'll kind of give him a pass for that. The, the former mayor, who uh, sadly has, has passed away, uh, John Engen, really, was, I think he was mayor for over 20 years. And, and not to speak ill of the dead. I'm not speaking ill of the dead. I'm just, just stating the historical fact here that he supported tax hike after tax hike after tax hike. This guy's the new mayor, so maybe maybe he'll, he'll get some time with Jesse Ramos and uh, but yeah I think it's gotten so bad in Missoula that even the the majority uh, liberal voters in Missoula have had enough and they actually rejected a tax hike finally last year there you go well a lot of that control is actually in the people's hands and that's why it's so important to participate be a part of the uh the process, you know, that's it's so important. That's right. You know, uh, one of the cool things that, that George does for us here is, you know, he still helps out a lot of great veterans' causes. And, you know, God, I think it was about a month or so ago we had uh, Wendy from the Montana Advocates drop in. And th- I thought this was really interesting. George said, you know, hey, one of the questions I get the most from our fellow veterans is, George, do you know a good lawyer? Well, we got a chance to meet Wendy with the Montana Advocates. She's a veteran spouse. She wants to look out for our veterans. So if if you've got a legal issue, whether it's a you know a car accident, somebody crashed into you, you don't want to deal with all the collection calls and the back and forth with insurance, and you want to make sure you're taken care of on the medical front, or maybe it's a medical malpractice case, you name it, uh, check out MontanaAdvocates.com because you deserve an advocate. They'll do free consultations for you. They've got local attorneys right here in Montana, honest representation with these uh, attorneys on the ground here in Montana, and they won't get paid until they collect a settlement for you montanaadvocates.com about a minute or so to go here george what else do you want to uh, leave with our listeners here before you uh, run down the uh, the tundra uh, oh, roads here you know there's so much i could talk about i i, I didn't bring enough fun things or uh, you know I, there's clear fired yeah no. exactly no, you did great whatever you, exactly. you got a bunch of great stuff there yeah so you know i think uh, my message for today is you know, participate because look at all these things where government is run amok. Uh, so you got to get in this and participate. Uh, you know, you could go to Yellowstone County News and read the story about the Heights Water Board. They debate a quorum issue there, Aaron. So we talk about parliamentary procedure all the time. And the state says that that board will consist of seven people. They say, you know, five is good enough for us. You know, so they're already breaking the rules there. And then they had three members show up to a meeting and they said, well, that's a quorum. So it's oh. not. It's not. Yeah, they've had a they've had a lot of consternation and back and forth over the past few years. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't see that piece in the Yellowstone County News yet. I know we've got uh, a stack there in the uh, in the. Uh in the lobby. I'll have to go uh, check out, yeah, because Jonathan McNiven and his crew always do a, a great job. Uh, I'll leave you with this. Uh, so the book Mother Goose, you know, we got to go with gender neutral now. It's now going to be called Birthing Waterfowl. Ah. No more Mother Goose. There you go. <laughs>